Hi, my name is Dr. Patricia Morogami. Welcome to your next best self. I know you might be wondering, who's this Dr. Patricia Morogami? Well, I'm a leadership catalyst, a leadership coach, an educator on matters to do with life, leadership, love, and legacy. And I hope that as you start to listen in and practice some of the leadership insights we'll be sharing here, you'll begin to see your next best self. Welcome back to your next best self podcast with me, Dr. Patricia Morogami. I am so excited. This is the 50th podcast. And looking back at the journey we've been together with each and every one of you, who's honored me with your attention, your time, your feedback, your comments. I want to say thank you so very, very much. Today, I want to very specially thank those who have listened to all 49 of my podcasts, who refer to them, who discuss them in their book clubs, in their families, with their teams, who have even sponsored us. A shout out to some of the corporates who have sponsored this podcast. Thank you so very much. My prayer is that as you listen to each of the words that I share here, the stories, the anecdotes, the quotes, the references from books, from my experience and my observations, that you will have the courage to become your next best self. We are going through a pandemic. But as the pandemic is continuing, I guess the question I'd like to ask is, who are you becoming 20 months plus into the pandemic? Who have I become? And I want to share three things that I have found to be very useful in keeping a sense of serenity during this time, in having a sense of perspective, and in having a spirit of gratitude. The first thing, set aside quiet time for yourself every day. You see, um, we have this Be A Will Network, which is a global network that we founded last year. I currently are the chair. I'm looking forward to seeing it grow way beyond my wildest dreams. And one of the things we've done is to launch a Be A Will Network book club. And we read one book a month. And can you imagine we're already on the fifth book, which we'll be reading on Thursday and analyzing it, Outliers. And one of the books that we read, so we started off with reading a number of books by um, some of us local authors, and then we chose to also vote on other books. And we read the book of the 5 a.m. Club by Robin Sharma. And he talks about the fact that wake up early and safeguard your first hour of the day. St. Josemaria actually underscores and emphasizes that and says the first minute that you get out should be the heroic minute, not the heroic 10 minutes, not the heroic half an hour, not the heroic 15, 20, 45 minutes snoozing and losing as you go along. No, one heroic minute. And, and the idea is that if you win the battle of jumping out of bed at the moment you're supposed to go to bed, that's another heroic minute. Getting out of bed on time is another big heroic minute. And I want to encourage you, safeguard those two heroic minutes. It's been a struggle for me in my life to safeguard both and to actually live them. And I continue to battle with it. But I have found if you wake up early, 4.30, 5 a.m. and ring fence that first hour, don't touch your gadgets. Don't go onto social media. 
In fact, Robin Sharma says divide the first 60 minutes into a formula called 20-20-20. So in that formula, the first 20 minutes to meditate, to pray, to actually reflect, to be grateful. If you believe in God, you can wake up and say, thank you, Jesus, I'm seeing another day. It's no longer something to take for granted, our ability to see another day. And then the next 20 minutes can be to read something. My target this year is 50 books, and soon I'll be sharing the books that I've been reading. And I have found that every problem you face, someone has written a book. And if they haven't, write the book, right? So for me, those first 20 minutes also give me a chance when my mind is very fresh to read something. And then the other 20 minutes to exercise. Now, you don't have to be pedantic and go the 20, 20, 20. But I'm just sharing that 20 minutes doesn't seem like a long time. But consistently, 20 to 30 minutes divided, 30 minutes for prayer, meditation, 30 minutes for reading, 30 minutes for exercise, or if you want 20, 20, and then 30, it's up to you. You find cumulatively, you will get so much serenity, perspective, and peace. The second thing that I have found that has given me a lot of context and compassion, especially given the fact that many of us are generally on edge during this season of the pandemic because of the loss of lives, loss of control, loss of work, loss of incomes, loss of freedom to move. And so we, you find that people generally are short-fused. The second thing that I'll recommend and I'll request you to consider is look at people who irritate you and try and imagine them as a tiny child or as an 100-year-old person. In fact, I got that idea from Don't Sweat the Small Stuff by Richard Carlson. And the idea is that when you look at someone who irritates you, who annoys you, who gets under your skin as a tiny child, imagine them as a young child. In a sense, your frustration and your lack of emotional intelligence disappears and dissipates. Or if you imagine them as an 100-year-old person who, you know, in a sense needs you to help them and understand them, even as they're ebbing to life and perhaps um, seeing their sunset days, then you find compassion will fill your heart. Again, St. Maria says, don't say that person irritates me. Say that person sanctifies me. What does that mean? That person actually gives me a chance to rise up and become my next best self and to give glory to God. In a sense, our ability to choose to bite our tongue when we feel like saying something nasty, to hold back and smile when someone is boring or someone is irritating you or someone is whatever it is that you struggle with all of us have our struggles that when you smile and actually pay attention that is leading you to the next level in terms of a higher purpose and growing your character and then the third thing that i'll recommend is for you to smile at the world i know it sounds cliche but it's true smile at the world and the world will smile back at you I think one of the ways you ca I can encourage you, I can encourage myself to smile at the world is to count your blessings. You know that song? Count your blessings, name them one by one. It's actually a very important song in a season such as this. Count your blessings, write them down one by one every night. When you write down your blessings, something happens. That attitude of gratitude actually opens you up to serve better, 
to be more peaceful, to be more joyful, and to actually start to become your next best self, despite and in spite of whatever is happening around you. So I hope these three tips at this landmark milestone 50th anniversary, I want to give a very strong shout out to my Clean Start um, colleagues who are doing incredible work as they raise the bar so that women, children, girls who before this were seen as invisible people were not heard, get the second chance as we fight the criminal justice and fairness and find ways to ensure that people are not put into jail or imprisoned because they're poor. Being poor is not a criminal offense and it should never have been. A shout out to each and every one of you in the Clean Start community. A very special shout out to my breakthrough leadership transformation community who have been part and parcel of helping us ensure that we release 50 episodes of the Your Next Best Self podcast. I also want to honor my family members, my husband and children, and my siblings and parents for being such cheerleaders and really cheering me on for every episode that I was ready to record and to share with all of you. May each one of you rise. May you break through whatever is holding you back and may you choose one of the three things that I've shared with you today to help you become your next best self.